Good evening, my name is Ron. I'm the vicar here at St Saviour's. I extend a warm welcome to you this evening. Just a few days before Christmas, a postal worker at the main sorting office found an unstamped, handwritten, messy envelope addressed to God. Curious, he opened it and discovered that it was from an elderly woman who was in great distress because all of her savings, some £200, had been stolen. As a result, she wouldn't have anything to eat for Christmas. The man went to his fellow postal workers and took up a collection for the woman. They all dug deep and came up with £180. Putting the money in a plain envelope, no note or anything, the postal workers sent it by special courier to the woman that very day. A week later, the same postal worker noticed another unstamped letter that had been addressed to God in the same handwriting. In it, he found a brief note. Dear God, thank you for the £180 that you sent me for Christmas, which would have been so bleak otherwise. P.S. It was £20 short, but that was probably those thieving workers at the post office. (laughs) Sorry to any postal workers out there. We think you do an amazing job, particularly at this time of year. But what is it with you guys in shorts during winter? (laughs) How are you feeling about Christmas this year? Come on, let me give you a few ground rules about this church. It's okay to whoop, to cheer, to holler. I'm having to do this because the lights are so bright and I can't see you. (laughs) How are you feeling about Christmas this year? (laughs) Yay! It's okay to be excited, to cheer. We are full of joy, aren't we? But then maybe, just maybe, that you're also a little bit stressed out. Yeah. A little boy and a little girl were singing their favourite Christmas carol in church the Sunday before Christmas. The boy concluded Silent Night with the words, Sleep in heavenly beans. (laughs) His sister elbowed him and said, Not beans, peas. And the way many of us feel by the time we get to Christmas, it might just as well be beans or peas instead of peace. Because somehow, sometimes, in the frantic rush to get everything done, the peace of the season seems to elude us. I've tried to compile a list of things that happen at this time of year which may contribute to increased stress during the holiday season. See if these things ring a bell. Shopping for gifts. That's definitely a man problem, right? <laughs> Getting to the necessary... Ho- <laughs> Francisca is laughing. Ollie, that's obviously a problem. <laughs> Getting to the necessary holiday parties. Whose turn is it to drive anyway? Putting up the decorations and treading on your favourite bauble. Cooking a meal, not being able to fit the turkey in the oven. Wrapping the gifts and ripping your lips with the sellotape. That hurts. Buying a tree, trying to get the tree home in the car and then getting it straight when you're at home. Fighting the traffic, Chris Rea style. Having enough money to buy gifts and maxing out your credit cards. If you're married, figuring out when you're going to celebrate at both sets of parents without offending either. All the stores have sold out of the gift that your child desperately wants. Three frightening words, some assembly required. (laughs) Having the right clothes for social occasions. No, darling, your bum does not look big in that. Untangling strands upon strands of light. Sending out Christmas cards and getting over the cost of postage these days. Hearing rocking around a Christmas tree for the 150th time. Feeling the pressure to make a memory. Knowing the year is coming to a close and realising you didn't accomplish everything you wanted to. All of your work due on a rapidly approaching December the 25th deadline. Knowing maybe you'll spend Christmas alone. Three often overlooked words, batteries not included. 
being part of a family that celebrates separately because of divorce, missing loved ones who have passed away, pushing through crowded stores, facing relatives you don't get along with. A big hello to my family who are with me at this point. Ofs, I don't mean you guys. When you compile a list like that, it's easy to see why Christmas can be a major period of increased stress for us. Some statistics for you. 67% of the UK are stressed about money. 45% of all working days are lost due to stress. And 5 million people in the UK suffer from being very or extremely stressed. Here we are in the holiday season, a time called Advent by the church when we are waiting, anticipating the birth of a tiny baby that we believe changed the course of history and is the bringer of peace into our world. Well, I wonder, does Jesus have anything to say to us in the midst of the hurry and the rush? I believe he does. That's probably how I got this job. After all, Christmas is his birthday party. So what does he think about it? Well, there's a humorous little story in one of the Gospels from Luke's account. It reads like this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Understanding what Jesus said to Martha and Mary, it's easy to see that we will enjoy the season much more when we simply focus on what is needed. Martha said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Tell her to help me. I think she was experiencing some stress at that point, rushing around trying to get everything ready for the party. Doesn't anyone care how busy I am, she says. She comes in with the hors d'oeuvres. Oh, Mary, dear sister, there you are. Don't bother getting up. And Jesus, I wish I could stay a little while longer, like some people, but you'll all be wanting freshly crushed grape juice soon. So I guess I'll just go back to the kitchen where I'm working alone. Stress is triggered by all sorts of things. Being single, getting married, getting divorced, getting hired, getting fired, retiring, moving, looking after elderly parents, becoming a parent. The list goes on. And the holiday season, well, it can add to that stress. Maybe... Maybe some of you are feeling the effects of that. I wouldn't be too surprised if a few of you actually said you were dreading instead of looking forward to the next week or two. I wouldn't be too surprised to find out that this evening a number of you have exchanged heated words with people that you care about in the midst of the holiday preparations. Probably went something along the lines of, I really don't want to go to that church and listen to that vicar again. I wouldn't be too surprised if a few of you are mentally arranging your to-do list right now whilst pretending to listen to a sermon. It's a difficult time of year. And Christians are not immune. How many have found, have you have found yourself on a Sunday morning with your hands wrapped around your children's throat saying something like, get ready for church. For the love of God, will you get ready for church? Tell me you've never done that. 
What about on the way to church? We want children to learn about the love of God and you've given them that Sunday morning look of love in the rear view mirror. How many of you have done that? Children add to the stress, getting upset about all kinds of things. This is my side of the car. Dad, she is breathing on my side of the car. You ever heard this one? Dad, she's looking at me. There's no answer to she's looking at me. I thought, though, I know, I know how to fix that. I've read a few parenting books. So I said, why don't you just poke her eyes out? <laughs> that is not the answer. I love this verse. Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Doesn't that sound like us sometimes? Like Martha, we can get distracted by all the seemingly necessary things that we miss the point. We miss the priorities in life. And isn't that the real problem? Some of the things that we make priorities are not priorities. Look what Jesus tells Martha. Only one thing is needed. She realised that spending time with Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, God from God, light from light, everlasting Father, mighty God, wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace. She realised that spending time with Jesus was all that was needed. Martha's choice was not a bad choice. There is nothing wrong with enjoying the trees and the decorations and the parties and the presents. It simply wasn't the wisest choice. There is only one thing that is needed. And that one thing that is needed is spending time with the Christ, with Jesus, in an intimate and personal relationship. Relationships are exciting. They are the most important aspects of our lives. Relationships are what we exist for. Enjoy your relationships with your children, with your husband, with your partner, with your wife, with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends, your colleagues. Enjoy your relationships. Christianity is all about relationship relationship with the one true living God. It's about relationships more than rules. It's about a person, not a philosophy. It's about the most important relationship you will ever need in your life. It's a relationship with a God who made us and who loves us. When Jesus talks about focusing on what is needed, he's talking about focusing on your relationship with God. You and I were created to be in relationship with God. God stands right now with his arms wide open, waiting for you to return to him. He is relentlessly pursuing a relationship with you at this very moment. Until we find that relationship, there will always be something missing in our lives. 
we will be missing what is needed. The holidays don't have to be the most stressful time of the year when, like Mary, we focus on what is needed. I'd love you to stay after the service and enjoy some mulled wine and some mince pies and cake and juice and things and and pick up one of these books. It says, Why Christmas? And it'll just help you to understand a little bit more about why as a Christian I believe that Christmas is so important to us and what it means that God sent his son, his one and only son to earth so that we can be in relationship with him so that we can know our Father who loves us, who made us, and who wants to be in relationship with you. Don't let the celebration of the most peace-filled night in the history of this world become a stress. Focus on what is needed. At the beginning of Luke's Gospel, it says... On the night Jesus was born, angels from heaven announced, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favour rests. Amen, Hugo. Maybe I'll just invite you to close your eyes at this moment. I believe that Jesus is the Prince of Peace and I believe he wants to pour his love and his peace into your heart right now. It's a wonderful picture at the end of Revelation of Jesus knocking at a door. It's the door to your heart. been drawn by a guy called Holman Hunt if you know that and the thing about the picture is the handle is on the inside Jesus is outside knocking the handle is on the inside all you have to do is open up so we're just going to take a moment and I'm going to pray that the prince of peace will flood your heart and you like the shepherds will say glory to God on high. Come Holy Spirit.